This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Game, uh, that was the worst ass whooping that they took in the Verizon Center or wherever they play in D.C. 128 to 86. And let me, let me say this. Defense. They weren't playing any defense in the beginning of the year. Are y'all noticing that? The communication all of a sudden is better. They, like, Last know what they're doing. They at least, like, know what they're they're doing out there. They don't look confused. You're seeing, like, that game you saw David Duke Jr. get some run. He goes from being in street clothes to, to actually playing 12 minutes and having 11 points. The rise of Utah, we already spoke about. I, I, that hurt me last night to see him get hurt because I'm like, this guy can do no wrong. He is the fun right now he's the positivity right now that Nets fans need Patty Mills uh has been solid too let's move on to the Hornets game now this Hornets game I'm looking at this game like hey if they go win two games in a row like must be the jerseys must be something in the air but there's something to be said about like when you watch the post game they talked about having the opportunity to play basketball. That's what they control. They don't control narratives. They don't control the media. They don't control Kyrie, but they can control their effort. They can control how they play, how locked in they are. And man, they had to be locked in for the entire Charlotte Hornets game, but they came out with a much needed win. And I was just at the end of that game. I'm like, they did it again. 98, 94. I don't care if the Wizards and Hornets aren't what you guys deem as good teams. It's so early in the NBA season, you don't really know who the good teams are. There's some teams that are surprising us right now, but I'm saying the Nets without Kyrie, without Ben Simmons, with just KD and a couple other complimentary guys like Joe Harris and Nick Claxton, they're going toe-to-toe without a coach against teams that, like, you know, these are more cohesive units that have been together with players that have been out there, like Terry Rozier, um, Kelly Oubre, PJ Washington, like they just beat the Warriors last week. So seeing the Nets knock off the Hornets was another positive sign for me. Go for it, Robin. Yeah, I mean, look, let Cam Cook. You see Jay Blaze 23 with that up there. I think that's one of the takeaways is he, he's gotten some run. And yeah, he, he has some moments where you're like, pass the ball, dude, or be aware of the shot clock. But one thing he's shown last is night. <laughs> if he's on the floor, he's going to score. So that's that's a nice thing. Let's give Jacques Vaughn a little credit. You know, I don't think he's done the, the best job at times when he stepped in for Nash, but he's done a good job over this stretch of games. I, I haven't questioned any of his decision-making. In fact, I've liked some of the specific things. He, he called a really good timeout at, at one point in last night's game. So I'm going to give him a little bit of credit, especially given the connectivity that the team has right now. That's that spirit I talked about. There's also a little bit of an opportunity for Kevin Durant here. Everybody knows how good he is. But people have figured out a way to hate on him because he went to the Warriors, right? And then, you know, he went to Brooklyn, and and that's been a disaster. So he can't carry a team. He can't lead a team. If he can elevate this team, uh, at least in the the, without Kyrie on it, if Kyrie remains off of it, then there's no way to possibly hate on him. Nobody's expecting him to win the championship. And and then the, the, the big question that ties into the Dallas game away from the Hornets game is we still have to deal with what they're going to do with Ben Simmons. 
And, and I thought bringing him off the bench was a good move because it allowed them to do that due to his minutes limit without it being a demotion. At the same time, eventually they're going to need some productivity from the guy. Uh, he can't be playing any minutes if he can only set illegal screens. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and, and I think I think that's going to be that's probably a broader conversation. Um, he he seems to be ramping up a little bit. Uh, obviously, he, he's talked in, in post game pressers about uh, being to enjoy his basketball a little bit more, um, getting his speed back under him. That's great. Again, uh, like that commenter just said, uh, we don't necessarily uh, have the time to do that. But positive returns and talking about the defense going from worst in the NBA to first in the NBA over the you know the stretch since Nash got fired and in, in the the early games before. I think that is something that is is huge. And people like to chalk a lot of defense up to effort, and it is an effort thing. And I think that that you know accounts for quite a bit of the Nets' improvement. You have a new coach. You get a toxic presence out of the locker room. You're going to put in more effort. You're going to have more fun. And putting that effort in is going to be something that you're going to enjoy more and won't feel like a chore. And also something that role players can feel like they have partners in. Because, again, like Robin said, Kyrie's defense isn't exactly something that anyone should be proud of. Um, and then the rest, I think, is, is is Jacques Vaughn actually having a voice in that locker room. And you know, there, there's been some troubling times with him uh, coming in in relief for Nash. But we ha- we've seen good returns uh, from Jacques Vaughn. I do not want him to be our long-term coach. This isn't like the post-bubble nets where people thought that that was a good idea. But keeping him on the staff, he's clearly somebody that, that the players respect. And I think uh, that that's really important. The other thing about Cam, uh, love what I've seen from him. That was also a homecoming from him in D.C., um, I think he went to Oak Hill Academy uh, in Northern Virginia. So he's a DMV kid. So I'm sure he had family at the game. And, uh, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm happy with the positive signs and the Nets are winning. Uh, we're not frowning in our thumbnails anymore. And I, honestly, I can't really complain. <laughs> yeah. So uh, last thing I'll say about the Hornets game, you know, even talking about Cam, Cam had 21 in that game. KD had 27. Um, Nick Claxton had 11. And, you know, these guys pull off another win led by KD at the end, who's supposed to be the closer. Now, going back to a couple of things you guys talked about. You know, Ben Simmons, um, and that's going to lead us into uh, this game from last night. Um, You know, I remember when the Ben Simmons rumor started, I said, no, no, absolutely not. Hell no. I don't want to make the deal. Force James Harden to stay here, to comply, whatever. No, don't do it. Ben hasn't played, and we don't know what he is. It's too much of a question mark for me for a team that is in win-now mode, for a team that is talking about championship, a team that has Kevin Durant, one of the best players in the world, Kyrie Irving. Okay, you went all in for James Harden. I can't get Karis LeVert back. I can't get Jared Allen back. So now you're going to move him. You can't get those picks back either. What are you going to get from the Sixers? Okay, so we take on Ben, Drummond, Seth, and we get some picks. Drummond is out. Seth hasn't been him himself this early on in the season and Ben Simmons is hurt. You even heard KD talk about like they, they talked about frustration with KD over Ben. Bro, you've been out this whole time. You've been out 450 days or whatever it is. I, I, I know it's hard to come back and play basketball. I defended him in the early on because I'm like, if you guys take off a couple months from hooping, you get on the court, you're trash. It just is what it is. But 
we're not um, Ben Simmons. He is supposed to be an NBA player. He was. We've seen it. And he does not look like himself. He looks hurt. There were points in the game last night where I'm like, is he hurt? He's not moving. Uh, like, is he hurt? He's, he just doesn't look confident. And I know it's the first game back. And it's a knee and a back. And it's also mental with him. But how long do the Nets have to wait on this guy? How long do the Nets have to say, oh, he's coming along. He's going to get it back. Fuck, it'll, it'll be an all-star break by the time he gets it going. And who knows what the record's going to be with what the record is now. Jacques Vaughn is the other point I wanted to make. We saw this already. When they fired Kenny, we saw Jacques Vaughn. We saw him in the bubble. He's, he's, a, he's the highest paid assistant coach for a reason. He is a good coach. But these Nets need a head coach. Of course they're responding to him. He's a voice that's been in the locker room, that's been in practice, that's been in training camp. He's been in the organization the last few years. But I, I feel like, unfortunately, with, you know, with Kyrie, and I said this on the radio, the Nets were going to fire Steve Nash. It, it was inevitable. They were going to fire him. Like, they should have fired him after he got swept. But they were going to fire him at some point. And then Kyrie comes in with this nonsense. And then they fire Nash, in my opinion, to throw that into the news cycle to kind of, you know, hey, let's, let's add this to throw some water on the Kyrie thing so it's not just Kyrie. And now we're in a situation where Ime Yudoka's name was floated out there, and I think the Ime shit is cooked. I hope they wait a little longer. Like, let Jacques Vaughn, give Jacques Vaughn a couple more weeks and check on everything and then bring Ime Yudoka in. Or from what I've heard, KD, that's his number one candidate is Ime. And this team could use an Ime. And Ime also worked with Ben Simmons the year he was in Philadelphia. If there's one guy that I think might be able to help Ben Simmons along or unlock Ben Simmons somewhat, it could be Ime, but I think that's cooked. 